and welcome to another episode of In My Sweats with your host, Jay Menz. This is a place where you can learn and laugh with your girlfriends. Exciting to interview the next beautiful woman, Angie Garner. Let me tell you a little bit about who this wonderful lady is. She's a fitness expert, nutrition coach, and business leader. She started her first personal training business at age 21, opened a gym in Seattle by the age of 23, and now puts her heart and soul into mentoring her Advocare team across the nation. She's also the creator and host of the Hustle Smarter podcast, author of Time Millionaire, a lifelong resident of the Pacific Northwest, and her best roles of all, wife to Sweet Jamesy and mother to Sophia Grace. In 2016, they put their belongings in storage and traveled for eight months across five continents, returning home with a deep desire to help people forge towards their dreams. You can find more and connect with her at angiegarner.com. But before all that, let me have her introduce herself to you with like who she is beyond this fancy intro. So Angie, in your words, um, how would you describe yourself if someone were like, who are you and what do you do? I love to sit down with people and get to know their heart and really get to know what drives them because when I hear other people's dreams, that's what fuels me. I believe I'm designed to really help impart people into their destinies. And that is what lights my fire more than anything. And so that started with fitness because that was kind of this like layer externally. And then I realized how internal it was um, of just getting into someone's world. Mm -hmm. And as a personal trainer for many years that, um, I quickly realized that was actually like more role of therapist than anything. (laughs) And I started meeting a lot of people that were so just bummed out about life. Not, it's not super excited about life. Like, how did I end up here? I'm 38. I have this job I thought I wanted and yet I'm miserable. Mm -hmm. and um, it allowed me to have much deeper conversations with people. So really who I am, I'm a woman who digs out what what really drives you and gets you excited, and um, I love to just go deep fast. Mm -hmm. I don't like any – I mean, surface, okay, let's go deep. Tell me your dreams. Tell me everything. When when is your heart broken? Tell me. I want to hear about your life because I do care, Mm -hmm. and that stuff matters, you know? Yeah. It matters the most. Yeah. And so I I don't know. I've always been driven by life is short. We don't know how long we have. And we hear that, but like, has that really sunken in for you? Mm -hmm. And do you address that on a a regular basis? Because we really don't know how long we have. And so I I live with that urgency. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying, Jay? Because you do do too. Yeah. There is is an urgency for sure um, because we're the generation of, we want to do so many things and we're not going to waste time doing something we don't love. But then that creates probably you find this most in your fitness clients is like, they're not getting results fast enough. So then they give up. Mm -hmm. Would that, would you say that that's something like 
because we're the generation of go-getters and job changers that sticking with fitness has been one of, and with a routine has been one of the biggest challenges for your clients or like, what would you say the most common challenge you hear when someone hasn't fulfilled whatever homework you gave them when you're not with them? Mm -hmm. Well, I think what you're getting at is that we're the generation of distractions Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes alongside with um, just wanting results really fast. Mm -hmm. Like our attention span is so low because I mean, think about just Jay in the last last decade how much has changed james and i were laughing about how we used to like buy cds at the store yeah and it meant everything to put that disc in and listen to the song you've been hearing on the radio now it's just instant 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 gratification generation Mm -hmm. that's what i'm trying to say and um the result of that is we haven't learned how to endure for the things we really want in life Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why it's been very popular to have things like the word grit thrown around, even that yeah. book that was written about grit. Cause she's Angela Duckworth. The author of that was like, yo generation, we need to get gritty if you really want some results in your life. Because when we say you it, like instant gratification or, or becoming a millionaire overnight, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. Ooh, ooh, good question. Okay. You just brought up a question I had. What do you think it takes? Because I swear on the one of the, either I heard you say it or you said it last time that you wanted to be a millionaire. Like, was it in your lifetime or was it by a certain age? So I always had in my mind, for me, money um, represented time. It represents time to me. And, and I also, I grew up listening to my parents argue about money a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't try to hide it. And so that created in me, not like this disgust for money, but just kind of like this respect and for money, meaning you got to have it <laughs> if yeah. you want time to do the things you love with people you love. And so um, I figured in my mind, if I can be a millionaire by age 30, then I can spend the rest of my life doing things I really want to do. <laughs> Smart. And so I always, and I knew the only way to do that besides being a rock star, which (laughs) I just, I never made the moves in that direction. Um, The only way to do that was to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. I mean, barring some crazy luck, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not wanting to go play the lotto or something silly like that. But barring some luck, meaning like I got involved in a company at the right time and went public. Those things happen. Yes for a very small amount of people. But besides that, I'm like, nah, I'm also not a software engineer. So my best buy <laughs> is to be an entrepreneur. And so that's why right out of the gates, I graduated as fast as I could. Cause I'm like, the longer I'm in college, the longer I'm spending money. Um, got out of college, opened personal training business right away, started to learn what real business was and then led me down the path I am now. So what do you think is required to become a millionaire? Well, um, you'd gotta have a product that is in my, in my opinion for as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. the business system that you need in place to create that type of, um, income is a product that's consumable. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I went in the direction after owning a training business, a gym, and I'm like, okay, 
none of this, I mean, unless I franchise the gym, unless I create the next orange theory. Yep. Um, which I just didn't have an idea that good, to be honest. Yeah. Like the thing that fell in my lap at the right time was direct sales. And I had taken supplements for many years. I came across AdvoCare in 2008. And by 2011, I said, you know what? This is my fastest chance at getting out of debt, breaking through, and building a true business. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I ran with. And that, to this day, funds all these other things that are fun for me, like writing a book and working on podcasts, things that they, it, it funds it in terms of the money it takes to build business, but also yeah. the time. Ooh. Would you say that you have to invest money into your business before the business starts making money? Almost always, yes. Yeah. I mean, because you know how some people think that they want to live debt free and so they won't put anything into their business yeah. until it starts bringing them stuff. But like you, to me, I'm like, how the hell are you supposed to have? anything if you don't put anything and isn't that that's like how life works is give yes. receive give receive give receive yeah and now i think there are some decisions that are wise and some that aren't yeah that's where, true. That's where experience comes into play i mean i borrowed a hundred thousand dollars to open up a gym and i lost a lot of that mm -hmm. and so i went through the bad decisions that was dumb i did dumb things <laughs> yeah. i was 22 yeah come on you were 22 Okay. But I've also, um, you know, I invested, I right around $7,000 into my book. Mm -hmm. I haven't, in terms of everything that went into it, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't earned that back yet. Yeah. However, the, the investment of a book that lasts not just a lifetime, but my children's lifetimes, my yeah. words on paper, professionally done. It's something I can be proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no regret in that. And I'm so fortunate that my husband is 100% in the same mindset as me. Yeah. Like he is just, he's so awesome about that because he absolutely understands that in business, you must invest if you want to grow. Yeah. And for anyone, any entrepreneur who is in year one to three, you're probably, maybe you are breaking even and that's great. That's so great. Um, that's more of the rare breed because like I was a moderator in this group of 20,000 health coaches. And so I saw a lot of the newbies coming in and they were like, I don't have money for this. And I don't know how to do this on the back end, on the technical side. And, and they were like, how do I, I'm not making any money, but how do I hire someone who knows how to do? And so it's like, it's a lot of doing like I think that because your podcast is called hustle smarter and then you created this book called time millionaire like those two things to me they bring air into this hustling environment that can feel overwhelming and like scarce but with just those two titles you opened it up to be like Hey, do this smarter and give yourself some time to breathe. And I'm going to give you the exact tools you need to do that. And in your wheelhouse, it's the MLM that you use. Um, and you are such a doer that like any idea you have, boom, off and running. You're like, not just an idea, you do it. So for 
someone who is stuck in overwhelm and they have an idea and they don't know really what to do with it, what would be like from such a commitment expert, what would you say would be the best piece of advice to give to them? I would say go big by starting small. That's beautiful. So for instance, if you have a dream to write a book, Mm -hmm. what is your very next step? I don't, I don't know where you're at with that, but for me is writing the damn book. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, the whole process for me from, you know, start to finish, I did put my own timeline on it because that's something that could drag off for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I forced myself to do the writing and just get that on, on the, on the, not on paper, but you know, on the computer. Mm -hmm. Um, but go big by starting small. I don't, I didn't, you know, if I ran out of the gates, number one, New York Times bestseller, that would have been fantastic. But I also was realistic with my goals. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, this is my first book. I know I'm going to write more. This is my first book. I want to finish it, have something I'm proud of and get it into hands, use it as a, as a tool for my business mm-hmm. right, primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I, looking back, it's like when you see a big dream fulfilled, you're like, how did this happen? And you're like, oh yeah, I just took one little small step at a time. Exactly. One small step at a time because you cannot, you just have to take one little bite and just keep, it keeps mm-hmm. building. It's like laying bricks and they just keep building. Mm-hmm. And I have that big vision, I have mm-hmm. that big vision but I had to work way backwards and be realistic with where I'm at in my season of life as well. Yeah. Because you wrote it and had it published and out there on Amazon. Like how soon before you gave birth? Oh my gosh. Eight weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it was actually perfect because once I got pregnant, I was, I was about halfway done writing it when I got pregnant. I'm like, Oh, it is go time. Yeah. I am birthing this book before the baby's coming because I don't know what that's going to be like. And I'm glad I did. <laughs> Let me ask you that. Um, what did you think motherhood would be like? And what are you finding that it is? Uh, I knew that it was going to be something. I, I, I really didn't know what to expect besides everyone just tells me, oh, good thing you and your husband traveled before you had the baby. You know, like people yeah. talk about that type of stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, I also knew that, let's see, how do I put this? I'm not a highly anxious person. Yeah. Um, and that really reflected through my pregnancy and even going through quite a traumatic birth and infection, um, have recovered really well. We're seven months postpartum now. And do you know what most women come up and say to me? What? They say, there's no way you're a first time mom. You're a first time mom? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm a first time mom. I don't understand. And then finally I, I caught on that all that I'm just like a little more chilled out. Yeah. And that maybe is a personality thing. I think it's also just learning to surrender what you can't control. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I thought I was going to be able to build, you know, a, my, you know, a multimillion dollar business on nap time. And that definitely is not. <laughs> gonna be the case. But I had to learn that lesson. That is true. I mean, yeah, no, I thought that I was going to be able to get away with a lot more. Let's just put that. (laughs) And you know, when you're saying like, oh, it could be personality thing. I think it's 
how you've led your life, uh, being committed to things and the life that you set up before you gave birth, that you had the ability to continue. You didn't have to rush, you didn't have to rush through a maternity leave and get back to work. Absolutely. I think even during the pregnancy, I was taking naps every day and mm-hmm. it wasn't because I'm just some lazy. No, I built this lifestyle. This exactly. is what I worked so hard for to build yep. and continue building. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I built it. Even though people made fun of me, teased me, whatever, fill in the blank. I'm like, no, I have a vision. We're going to start a family and I'm going to be there for my baby. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the biggest the biggest takeaway is having a really clear, detailed vision of what you want your life to look like and then staying committed to that because what did you say our generation was? It was, it was instant gratification. Yes. Instant gratification distracted. Um, Because if you think about it, you look on your phone, you go on there and you look, you, you open it up for some reason. And then 20 minutes later, you have no idea why you picked it up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in a way, I don't even think it's your fault to get on there and get distracted. Like there are certain things, notifications that are set up to distract you. And so you automatically click, like there's psychologists working on apps to make sure you go right to them. And like on Facebook with the colors they use and the little sounds, it's all psychology. You know, it's psychology of just like, you can't help but click things. So there, there's like, I think that's one of the biggest things is just like the separation of you say like, Oh, it's not my fault to be distracted. And then you take ownership. And I think like, you're probably the best person I know for someone who has a seven month old and is still waking up to go to CrossFit and swim and all the Like, I mean, and this is after a traumatic C-section, which doctors and, um, experts say can take up to two years to fully recover from. So when you are that committed person that I think that probably bleeds onto the clients and the women and the men that you work with, and probably you, that's what you attracted in your husband. Um, is there any time in your life where like 99% of you is committed to things, but is there anything in your life where you're just like, there's this one thing that I just like, can't, like sink my teeth into. Mm, oh yeah, there's many things I'm sure. Um, he, the thing about commitment is mm-hmm. that it's tied back to our motivation. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if we don't feel a deep sense of urgency to do something, mm-hmm. we're gonna just keep putting it off. Totally. So even for um, me losing my baby weight, I'm about I'm eight to ten pounds away from where I started out. Yeah. Seven months postpartum for me in my mind. And I give myself quite a bit of grace. Yeah. Probably too much. Someone would say mm-hmm. but in my mind, I'm kind of putting it out. And then I'm like, man, when I get nine months postpartum, that for me is like, I need to get it together. Cause it's not that I, I'm not eating perfectly. I'm not eating hundred percent clean. Yeah. I know that I could definitely come back a little. Mm-hmm. So in my, that for me is like, why am I not committed? It's not like, I don't know what to do. Totally. There just hasn't been enough urgency, like get her done. Yes. 
So whatever it is in your life, whether that's, you know, losing weight where you feel fit and feel your best Mm -hmm. or completing a project for your business or getting your side hustle off the ground, it always comes back to your, your motivation, which that's tied to your vision. Mm-hmm. And so again, you cannot operate and do great things without vision and without vision, you'll perish. So it, it's always about that vision. That's why I'm excited. We're talking with your mastermind about dreams and goals. Um, because without the vision, you're going to peter out. Okay. So tell me what vision means to you. Vision is a picture of a preferred future. So your future self, the best version of yourself, likely, um, experiences that you want to have, um, relationships you want to have, a vision of where you want to be spiritually. Mm -hmm. So it's taking those big parts of our lives and operating at your fullest is likely your vision. (laughs) But what does that mean for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's that's vision. That you know, these words always get thrown around. So it's nice to hear because I hear that all the time. It's like, you got to be committed to your vision. And I'm like, well, what exactly does that mean? Like vision, like where you see yourself in five years, but now as you're saying, it's like every facet of your life, you have to get detailed in exactly what you want and then create urgency around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me just give you a quick example. Mm-hmm. One of the visions, and once you get married, your vision starts becoming one. Yeah. And, um, not that you don't have your own individual goals, but James and I, one one of our biggest visions is owning in a villa in Italy mm-hmm. that we also use as a, like a boutique hotel. Yeah. Where we welcome people that just absolutely like executives that need to reconnect with what life is all about. Mm-hmm. and people that are stressed out in our country come just save our life, meet good people, eat good food, take a dip in the Mediterranean because we all need to get back to reality, yo. So <laughs> James has a huge heart for hospitality. Um, I have a heart for meeting people and, like I said, pulling out what matters to them. And we want to raise our kids every summer in Italy. We want them to be around that lifestyle too. So that's a vision that we have. And so working backwards from that, we're like, well, how much is that going to (laughs) cost? Yeah. What sort of freedom do we need um, with our businesses, with our, you know, James is in a job right now. What, what do we need to do to get there? Mm -hmm. That's a vision you can work backwards from. That is exciting. I know I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I mean, here's the thing about visions too. Like I've been working towards a vision with my advocate business for seven years now. And you're like, man, when's it going to happen? And the thing about dreams is they often take longer than we expect. Yeah. But when they do happen, mm-hmm. they're better than we expect to. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. It's so, so, so true because when you're creating something, there's going to be things that come up that you weren't even thinking about. But then once you go through it and you do it again, you know to prepare for those things. So like, say you go to the gym and you don't know what to do. You're like, do I deadlift? What is even deadlifting? And then you do the like 10 perfect deadlifts and then you go into the gym and you know, oh, this is what I do to warm up my body. That like, So it's like, 
the more you do of something, the better you get at it. And then the less thinking and it just becomes habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, yeah. And then you're not so overwhelmed and then you just keep going forward in every avenue. Ooh, I can't wait to create a new vision. Like one that's really fun, like the one that you just shared. And then where, um, where do we find out information once that villa has been built? <laughs> um, stay connected with me on social media. I don't think Instagram's going anywhere. Um, so at Angie.Garner. Um, and Facebook, you can find me, Angie Garner as well. Angie.Garner on Instagram. Yep. And Facebook, Angie Garner. Website, AngieGarner.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hustle Smarter podcast. And then go check out, I read her book, Time Millionaire in One Day. It was so good. It was like the funnest read. I was like, hee hee, like laughing. And then I swear at some points, so I was like, she's so true. And they were like almost tears. And I was like, this book has everything. Aww. It's so good. So go get it. And um, Angie, any parting words or anything else you want to share? Mm, Just going back to vision. Nobody else can take away your vision for your life. Yeah. And you don't need to compete with anyone else's vision either. That's right. Do get it on paper, do what you need to know where you're going, because that is the first Remember, bite off these big, big things with little small steps. So take the time, put your vision down. It'll excite, it should excite you. It should motivate you. It should be fun. Um, And that'll hopefully propel you in a new direction. Okay, everybody, let's thank Angie and go see her villa. And my mind is saying 2023. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Angie. And we'll see you tonight on the Break Free Mastermind. Awesome, girlfriend. See you then.